We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, it is time for the spillover. DP had his 60th birthday yesterday, so he is out, I think, for the day, and he'll be back Monday, I believe. Happy belated birthday yes. to DP Big if you're six, listening. Oh. Yeah, 6 0. He looks young. He does look young for God, 60. Dang, it looks like I'm sucking up to the boss, doesn't it? Yep. Yes. Look yep. who's here, though. Jay, Jay. Foreman. Jay yep. Foreman's in the house, though. I am in the house. He's back from Indianapolis. We're all, we're all back from Indy. Hey, um, a lot of questions for Jay. Go ahead. What were, he, he, I, I mean, I shouldn't even have to ask this because I probably know the answer. Did you did you listen to Mel Tucker, the Michigan State coach? I did in Indy. What did you hear? What did you? What were your impressions? Mel uh, Tucker's one yeah. of your favorite coaches. Oh <laughs> yeah, I don't Can know I say about that? all that. I got a lot of respect <laughs> for him, but uh, yeah. Come on, he, Jay, he Jay, is, Jay. He is, yeah. What's up? He's one of your favorite coaches, right? Uh. Yeah, I, I I respect his work. You think he's a lion? He uh, he's got the I I mean he's got that former player. He knows what it's about, but uh, you know I mean when you I mean he's he's uh you know he's one of the things that it's a new year. Um, they were finding new ways to you know take a next step. They they um know that the target's on their back, whether they're for real or fake, and I think it's um. You know, yeah, last year was a magical year for him. Um, 11 wins. and But uh, he knows, you know, you got to do, you know, the, at or around the same this year. So, I mean, it's – his expectations is they're going to continue to be successful. Now, whether it happens or not, I mean, that's a lot of things goes into it. But I think – What do they got, Jay? They got a potentially, you know, second, third team, all Big Ten quarterback, a true number one receiver. Um a veteran offensive line mm. that has some depth. They had, he said that they had seven guys that played a ton of snaps. Um, I think they got a lot of guys coming back on defense. Xavier Henderson was a big playmaker for them, and he's kind of a he's a COVID senior, so you know, he's, I think he's got what like thirty six straight starts. So that's what three years in a row. Um, and so you know, they they're again they have a pretty good defensive line, pass rush. I think they're just going to be Michigan State. Nothing flashy. Um, I'm sure that they're going to have to find somebody that's going to be able to tote the, you know, tote the pill. Probably not to the the tune of a first round pick running back, but somebody that can, uh, you know, that's a big part of their offense, being able to control the clock and beat you up physically. So Nebraska, on the other hand, Jay, in the early stages now of its preseason camp, today would be practice number three. You were a player. How much were you? When you got into preseason camp, in those first three practices, were you trying to assess, assess like, okay, how good are we here? How good are a little, we? A little bit, but at the at defensively, yeah, I want to make, I want to, you know, you kind of, you got to handle your own business, but you want to, all right, you know, we, you know, so and so had a good off season. This is who, who we can count on, who we can't. Um, you know, you want to get started on the right foot and see where we're at. 
Um, and then once you kind of maybe see some glaring things, you want to see how well you adjust to them and, and address them. Because everything's fixable for is for for Nebraska. Everything's fixable though. You oh. don't. Fi- oh, go ahead, Jay. I'm curious. Ahead, this Jay. might be a dumb question, but I'm gonna ask it anyways. Is there like comparing, how, uh, you know, fall camp for college to training camp NFL? Like, which one's more grueling? Is it obvious at all or not? Uh, NFL probably. Like clear, like far I mean, away. Better players and um, well, especially well when I was in the NFL, I'd probably say that our fall camp was more grueling okay you know we go full pads in the morning half pads in the afternoon nebraska yeah and we and we and we we would run way you know three times as many plays now we had three times as many players out there so it's different because the nfl you know you only take i think at that time you're only taking 75 to 80 to training camp versus you got 160 or 50 when you're in college now these guys they do a good job of making sure you know they keep them on a you know pitch count and see how much energy they're exerting and stuff like that so they try to take care of the players uh long term and you know as far as making sure that they're fresh um but you know when you're in a situation like nebraska is it's like uh, majority of the first part of fall camp i would assume would be very physical pitch count pitch count well i mean there's there's teams that are really into Oh, you had this many plays and this and I mean, I, I don't really buy into that because at the end of the day, we, I mean, we would have hundreds of plays in yeah. practice okay. and we had no problem play, finishing games. Okay, Jay. So this is what they're doing this year, and this is you can illustrate how markedly different this is than when you played. Nebraska is going to a format in preseason camp where they practice three days, take a day off. Practice three days take a day off, that lasts up until the opener. Three days, day off. Now, that is – I mean, I remember I covered your teams. Yeah, we didn't have any days off. Right. No days off. And you wouldn't just go three days. You'd go – well, yeah. I mean, yeah. We, no days I off. mean, our days off would – like if we, we – I mean, we would have a shell practice, but there was no days off. Sounds like Bill Belichick. We would probably – we had serious two-a-days, so we would have probably at least have – whether it's half pads or full pads, at least four practices with those and then maybe have a show practice. And then we kind of, you know, you do like a little special teams or something if you had one a day or something. So we were getting our fair share of rest. So I think what – now, now I'm not – I mean, Nebraska's just cut back like everybody else in college football. The rules have changed. They couldn't yeah. – if they wanted to do what you did now, they wouldn't be allowed to do it. Yeah, those they have practice rules, how many days you have to go – until you wear pads and stuff like that. But I think inside practice, however they do their schedule, is up to them. You know, it's a unique game going all the way across the, the water yep. to play. So you so I think it's good that they're, you know, thinking, okay, well, we did it this way. Let's this. I'm sure they research why they're doing it this way. So they want to make sure that when they get there, you get a ton of work in here. Everybody's fresh healthy go over there and still get a little work in i'm sure they're going to have a practice or two when i mean when they get there and then play the game win the game and then you're back to regi- you know then school will be starting then you're kind of back into your mode so i think that when you have a unique game where you're essentially it's two teams playing a road game and it's not just a road game in you know vegas boston you know yeah. you know with the you know a yankee stadium or whatever chicago so you're going 
to another country. So it's it, you got to try to do something, and maybe it's going to help them be fresher as far as you know sleep patterns and all that. Um, and can you any way you can get an advantage too? Because uh, don't think Northwestern isn't adjusting their schedule. Yeah, and yeah. Um, they're not. They're not. They they're looking forward to this game, and they you know as far as you know making it an upset victory for them. So. Um, you know, Nebraska's got to do everything they need to do to be prepared. Hey, Jay, okay, if you were going over to practice today and you were going to watch the entire practice and you were going to say, okay, I'm going over there today and I want to watch the offense, what in particular would you be looking for? Uh, I guess this, I don't know, maybe the timing, you know, or maybe, I mean, firstly, you know, I have a tremendous amount of confidence in Coach Rayola, so I'd, you know, obviously start with the offensive line. Um, Why do you have so much confidence in Rayola? Uh, because because <clears throat> he's clear with his message. Um, and if the guys buy into the message and do what he has to do, <clears throat> has to do, they won't be the reason why Nebraska isn't successful. Now, will they be the University of Iowa offense or whatever the best offensive line was last year? Normally, is what Notre Dame. I, you know how they Pretty have good. that offensive yeah. line, Pretty or Michigan good. won it last year. Michigan, yeah. You know, will they be up to that tune? Most likely not, but they, but somewhere in between, in higher than being just average, will will bode well for Nebraska. Um, then you know, of course, look at the running backs and just see who looks good. You really won't know know much until you see them out there playing and in pads. Uh, yeah, I mean the. You know, you're gonna look at the quarterbacks who you know who looks good, who made some improvement, and how they throw different routes and stuff like that. But I mean, timing though. Yeah, timing and just I mean, there's nothing really I would see on offense until they start going good on good. And you know who can get some separation, make fifty-fifty balls. You know the pace of offense. You know the you know, but it's scripted, so you really don't get to see a true. Rhythm of an offensive coordinator, you know, because the defensive coordinators and offensive coordinators that I've been around and I've talked to, they like to call plays in their own rhythm, whether it's fast or they they see that they got a nice little run pass ratio. So you're not going to see that much in practice, but um, you know, see who's where. But you know, right now it's so early. Yeah, you know, they're still doing a lot of teaching and a lot of learning because what you you know because you're still getting guys back up to speed from spring. See who's made some gains in the off season. Who's who's kind of gained ground on a position or separated themselves. Um, and you know, look at as far as the offensive line. I'm assuming maybe not Teddy, but I'm certain assuming Turner's going to practice. If he's not, he's going to oh, yes. okay. Well, he's practicing. Turner Corcoran's practicing again. Then you got to throw him in there, and then where you know Nori's out. So then you know you're kind of like almost resetting a little bit. But uh, again, I said the, the ability to have all those guys, whether they're new to get all those reps in the spring with a new coach is going to bode well for the offensive line, you know, moving forward. You know what I'm watching? If I if I'm if I'm able to, you know what I'm watching? What are you watching, Seth? I'm, I'm watching I'm watching the quarterbacks. And I'm watching how the ball comes out of Casey's hand. I'm watching particularly the tough throws, the 25-yard out from the opposite hash. I'm I'm, I'm can he get the ball there? How how does that ball look getting there? Um can he get it through windows? What's trouble look like that way? Yeah. Um, but I'm looking well, what, how the ball's coming out of Casey's hand because he had the injury. Um, how's it coming out of his hand? Yeah, you're going to see – you know, you really need to see where – if you're able to go watch – if you go watch today, whether it's just, you know, warm-ups or whatever, you know, how they run in like on air or whatever. Yeah. I'm, you know, 
see it now and then if you go back in a week and then you go back in two weeks. That's what's really going to be the telltale yeah. sign. Like, yeah. you know, because then, you know, you look, you're coming. You, this is part of your rehab process. You So the, I'm assuming the coaches understand if you just had an injury or had something fixed that you're two weeks later or th- whatever it is, you're not back to 100 percent. So you have to kind of coach them and understand through it, through it. But you want to see improvement. And, um, you know, then, you know, it's. You know, you can see what Chubb was going to do. But, I mean, I get it. But <laughs> he ain't played, man. I mean, I'm, just, I'm telling you this right now. Here we go. If I'm standing across that line of scrimmage and that dude ain't even played, I'm telling you he's right played. now. He started a game. Okay. North okay. Carolina okay. State. In, okay, in theory. He's played a game. Okay. Okay. In, okay. By, by the letter of the simple, if we were in the court of football public opinion – and Jake is the judge. By you are right. In my my statement is struck from the, uh, you know, from record. The record struck strike it from, from the, the record. record. Okay. Is, uh, your Honor, that's false strike, information. Strike. Right. Yeah, it's struck he from the record. Started a game against right. North Carolina State. Chubb up Purdy. Right. But here's what I'm going to tell you about technicalities. Okay. As we've seen, it could get be get you beat in court. Right. Technicalities. What I was can get you left. Okay, in yeah. a in a relationship, right? By technical technicality. That's right. But here's what I like. I like to deal with reality. Okay. If I am standing across, if it's me, Jason Peter, Grant Wistrom. Now Grant Northwestern doesn't have that, right? But they got a pretty good middle linebacker and they got a pass rusher and they got a good corner. Okay. So if it's just three dudes and I see a dude over there that's played one game, I can promise you it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Now that doesn't mean that he can't go out there and be serviceable or play good, but experience and knowing how to play mm-hmm. is different than practicing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I don't disagree. Casey's got a big edge. Casey, Casey Thompson, ten game starter. And what I what I always go to is Red River rivalry. I don't know if you watched it last year. Oh, I year. did. It wasn't – Texas offense didn't lose that game. No, no, no. Casey, every time he played – for not every time, high percentage. So, I'm talking 75 80% of the time he played was very, very productive both in efficiency and touchdown passes until he got hurt. So, there's a huge edge. And, 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 and look, again, I, I get on here and very rarely talk about Nebraska football, and I'm not going to be talking for the coaches, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's a little like a little. That's a little. What do you guys used to call it, Sip? When you give him a little jab to this, a little pot shot, right? <laughs> pot, right shot. Pot, pot, pot shot, pot shot, right? Like yeah. when you're coming out of the clinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, every there's a lot of other things, and I'm just talking from my perspective from a defense defender. If I'm evaluating, say you two at quarterback, there's so many more things that go into playing quarterback than just throwing the football, command of the huddle. Do you know the playbook? Can you continue to get better? Where are you? Can you make a play that when we need to make it, whether it's a big play or a play that's going to continue along the drive? How about late game awareness? Late game awareness. Um, can you not kill us when it's when it's pressure time? You know, you get, I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that go into it. Um, you know, but like if I'm, like I said, if I'm any person rolling up to the stadium. If there's 22 starting spots, 11 on offense, 11 on defense, or just say 33. Now, granted, take the specialists out of it just because they're special. So that's 30 positions, right, on your core special teams. Every time they go out there, 11. 
and you know, or and then you got your offense and defense. Yeah. There's out of those thirty, or you can even just say out of the twenty-two offense and defense, I would say there's five, six guys that you can say that are like kind of what gavel starters, like concrete. Like I can, I completely I can, rely on. Yeah, completely rely on them. Right. You're not so, worried at all. Right. So out of that, that's 22 minus just say six. Okay. So what, 16 spots that uh-huh. if that if I'm going up there, if I'm if I'm going to camp or if I'm in camp, obviously, and every day at practice, I'm thinking about starting. And if I'm not starting, I know I'm – and if I'm playing well, then I'm, I am talking to whoever my coach is and not demanding that I'm playing, but let me, letting you know that I'm earning my spot and I should be playing. Because there's nobody, you get what I mean, and it's not. It'd be different if you, if you, let's just say, and okay, well, Nuri's gone, right? So he started a certain amount of games last year. So there's no experience there. You get what I'm saying? At left guard, left guard, unless somebody's there. But yeah, Piper would be experienced if he lands there. Okay. There's some experience. Okay, some experience. But I get what Again, you're saying. Okay, there. but then, but I've already seen that experience. Corcoran could land there too, by right? The way. But the experience at that position is zero. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I it's do. not there's not a known fact. So if I'm going in there and we're playing and performing the same, and the continuity is there when you if you throwing me in there with the ones and twos and all that stuff, and then so then I got to come see you. I think part of the thing is is like everybody puts it on the on the coaches to foster and coddle these players, and then they're they need then it needs to show up on Saturdays. But if you're about your business. If you're about if you're about the, if you're about football, you should feel confident enough that I'm gonna go. go I'm gonna. It's coming back to you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. What do you mean? Because you can't sit up there in a linebacker room, right, and say we're evaluating you of this in an open competition when there's not a known starter, and I'm performing, and then there's no reward for it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, camp's huge that way. Yeah. Right. And then so when, so when I, but then when I have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. It, regardless of what, then you have to, you can't coach speak me here because the facts is what I'm watching on tape. Yeah. Right. So in this, it's unique in this sense because it's this year and there's so many holes or potentially so many holes. And you, so, well, not, I wouldn't say holes, so much competition because spots are open. I know. You know what though? Don't you think Jay, Jake, that the nature of Nebraska's season should be very clarifying if you're a coach at Nebraska right now and there's a position battle, it come it really does come down to who's going to help me win because everybody's job's on the line. That should be clarifying. That should be – It I'm should a, if always I, be that that's way? What, that's what, that gives me even more confidence as a player than I'm going to come see you. Right. Because we don't have time to play these little no, kid games. No, right, yeah. We don't have pl- time for politics right, now. Yeah, We're yeah not, we don't have time. We this isn't yeah. a second-year coach who's looking, ah, you know, we got we got some years to play with. No. no, no Everything no, should be clarifying no. right now. And that's the great thing about it. I, exactly. So so when I'm saying it, it's essentially you're rolling the ball out there and see who wants it more. Because because your job – you know, there's a beauty of, about having your job on the line. There's a beauty of If that. you embrace it. Yeah. But – Every year, your job should be on the line. Yeah, we and, should and, and treat every also, show like our jobs online. And if we did, we'd be a lot better. Like th- we have to have a good show today. We're done. We're done. If we have four mistakes, see ya. Let's go. Yeah. 
Audio but I don't know if you're replaceable, simple. I don't know if anybody in this whole wide world can replace you. I doubt that. I mean, I'm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm on fire. I mean, it's it's it's. But I mean, yeah. If you embrace you it, you see what but I'm it, saying? Though? Yeah, yeah. You embrace it, but the thing is, is Nebraska is all at least for up until obviously the the down. You know, kind of hitting on the. <laughs> The skids. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, up until like then, that. up until then, like it's been built on it's been built on consistency and longevity. Now, will you get that in this day and age of college football, where you're, you know, from just say just say from like 1970 to 2000 and whenever when Bo was here, so when 2014 was his last year. Okay, so just say, and you can even. Bill, just throw, you even keep the Bill Callahan years in there. So for that many years, from seventy to two, what is that? Forty-four years. Yeah, forty-four years. Nebraska. I mean, they were even yeah, consistent before that. But just say from nineteen seventy to two thousand fourteen, that's a pretty dang good run. You know, now you might have a couple little speed bumps, and that's a pretty good. Day. Now, will that happen for forty-four straight years in this day and age of college football? But you know, being pretty dang good for. Five, six, seven, eight years in a row. I mean, Ohio State obviously is good. Good, going to be good every year. But I'm just saying, a, a program like Nebraska, every ten years should only have like one or two. Yeah. One so or that's two what, what? One or two what? Down years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many of them recently. All right, that'll do it for us. Old school with Rico and Jay is up next for Steve Sippel. I'm Jake Sorensen. See you. This is your high school minute with your Southeast Community College High School Minute. I'm Gus Cottle. Millard South will play Creighton Prep at Creighton Prep on Saturday for the American Legion Baseball State title. After losing to Millard West 12-2 in a 